Welcome to Getaway Car, the podcast hosted by two sisters discussing all the amazing places we've been lucky enough to travel. I'm Beanie. And I'm Katie. Join us each week as we break down each stop on the road trips we've taken. We'll tell you about all our favorite places, funny stories, mistakes we made, and everything that happens on one of our road trips. We'll make recommendations and ask for yours. Join us in the Getaway Car. This is the final episode of season one. Crazy. That's wild. I can't believe we're here already. So we're going to wrap up season one with some more specific road trip tips because you guys are greedy and are apparently looking for more specific things than the general tips we gave last episode. (laughs) Apparently we weren't specific enough for you. Um, So yeah, we've gotten a lot of questions about like the day-to-day kind of road trip stuff. Like how do we get through each day? Like what do we do from a planning perspective? Like how we keep ourselves sane and how we keep ourselves organized and how we manage the smaller details. Yeah. How do you not get bored in the car? That kind of thing. Yeah. So we've broken it down into a couple sections. So first section is going to be stuff in the car. Second section is going to be stuff specific to camping. And third section is stuff specific to hotels. Yeah. Yeah. So basically over the last couple road trips, we have things that we do every single time that we get in the car and go anywhere. Yep. So we have a list and it keeps us on track, keeps us organized, and it also eats up a lot of dead time in the car. Yeah. I mean, you're traveling for hours at some point. Yes. You'll get bored. It happens. Yeah. So whoever is driving is off the hook for all of these things. And whoever is the passenger (laughs) has a long list of things to do. So passenger is responsible, first of all, for navigating. I think that goes without saying. Yes, of course. So we always have a GPS going, but the person who's, um, the passenger is always the one responsible for keeping an eye on it and making sure that, you know, the volume is turned up and we're paying attention. Yes. First thing we do when we get in the car is we update the road trip. Yes. Which we actually... I wish we did it more. So like every trip, I feel like we started doing it more and more because I think the first time we went on a road trip, we thought we would remember a lot more details than we did. Yeah. And so now we're very aware of, we need to write this down now while we're thinking of it on the day. Yeah. Because there will be gaps in your memory later and you'll be like, oh crap, what was that place called? Yeah. What was it called? Or where did we eat? Or like, it's good to write it down in the moment when you're thinking of it. Yeah. So Beanie bought this journal before our, our first road trip and we've kept it for all of the sub, like yeah. s- subsequent road trips. And so it's it's pretty it's beat up. It goes everywhere journal. with us. <laughs> but yeah, as soon as we get in the car, we note the odometer, mm-hmm. how, how many miles are on the car so we can kind of keep track of how far we've traveled. And that starts um, obviously when we leave for the road trip. We write down where we started and then every yeah. time we update it, we update the where the odometer is at. Yep. Note odometer, location, date and time mm-hmm. as a starting point write down a summary of whatever we did since our last update. So like where we went, what restaurants we ate at, things that we did. Funny stories, funny signs on the road that we see. Yep. Just uh, anything anything you've experienced since the last time. Even if you've just been driving, there's always something that's happened, whether it's like a funny interaction at a gas station or, yeah, a funny sign on the road or... Or, hey, look, a tumbleweed almost ran down our car. Yeah, or like, you know, we found like a scenic overlook we weren't expecting and took some beautiful photos. Just anything you've done since the last time you updated. Yeah. Every once in a while, one of us will say something and we'll crack the other one up. So we try and put those like funny quotes in there too. Cause sometimes that'll trigger a memory too. Like you'll be like, oh, remember that time we were talking about this and then that's when we saw X, Y, and Z. Exactly. So yeah, that's the first thing and the most important thing, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Cause you won't remember. We also started keeping random lists of things. This was mm-hmm. more like to keep ourselves entertained in South Dakota. We started making lists of things that we'd seen. Yeah. Um, so whatever works for you. Some people do like lists of license plates they've seen or like 
whatever. We did like funny things we saw on the backs of trucks. We did, yeah. we kept a list of states that we went, that we drove through, you know, whatever strikes your fancy. Yeah. The next thing we do is whoever is the passengers responsible for opening up the Thousand Places book. Yes. And reading all of the entries for that state. It's a great book. We can't recommend it enough. <laughs> so you have to read out loud to whoever's driving. Yes. All of the entries and some of the states have a lot. Yes. We kind of like talk through it and we're like, oh, how close is that to here? And so mm -hmm. then like we'll look up like, oh, is that close to where we are? Is that yeah, on the other side of the state? Route. Can we add it in? And that's how we discovered uh, Needles Highway and Monument Valley. On yeah, because sometimes you're like, oh, this is if we just change our route a little bit. We'll go right past this destination or we'll drive through this destination. Yeah. And you can find some really amazing gems that way. Right. So after Needles Highway, we were like, wow, I can't believe we almost missed this. We yeah. have to do this every time. Mm -hmm. And so that's how that tradi tradition started. And sometimes it's just like, even if it's not a place you end up going to, it's just cool like background information. You get some like little history or stuff about food or, you know, whatever. You yeah. get some cool stuff from there. A place to add for your next road trip. Yeah, exactly. Um, so number three is go through all of the photos from that day and delete any duplicates because there's a lot of, you just take as many photos as you possibly can and there's always going to be some that are out of focus or, you know, you try to take a picture of an animal and it moves or it's just a blur or whatever. So we try to go through on the day and delete those because you don't want to hit the end of the trip and have thousands of pictures to go through. Well, and also, also kind of helps you keep things in sequence because you can be like, yeah. oh, when I'm updating the road trip journal, did we do this first or do we do that first? Because like even yeah. in the space of a day, if you are packing a lot of stuff in, you will get confused. Yeah. So the next thing is we go through all of our receipts for the day and we save all of our receipts every time we buy something. Anytime we go anywhere, we save all of the receipts. Yes. So we write on the receipt who paid for it and then we have a running budget. And so we each have our own separate budget. They're for the same amount, but like obviously in a lot of places it makes more sense for one person to pay yeah, it's usually than to it split goes. it. So we'll keep track of like who paid for this, who paid for this. Okay, so then I owe you this much money. And so we balance it all out mm -hmm. and we keep a running spreadsheet that we update each day as we go. Who owes who, how much money? Yeah. Are we under budget? Are we over budget? What adjustments do we need to make? Right. Um, so if we're over budget, then we know, okay, maybe we need to cut out a meal yeah. in the next day or two and we need to like, you know, make another peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Right. <laughs> and if we're under budget, then we know we've got some play money. Yeah. That's really important to keep us on track because you really don't want to get two thirds of the way through your road trip and realize you blew through all of your money and then you're stuck. Yeah. It's really, it's really, it's not fun, but it's very, very important to make sure that you're tracking how much you're spending, especially if you're on a limited budget like we were for this trip. Yeah. We also, this is a, a goal that we set on our first road trip and it's very, very difficult. We try to get a picture of each state sign as we enter. So we try anytime we see welcome to, you know, Colorado or whatever, we'll try and either pull over or try and grab a picture of it on the way by. There isn't always one. It depends on... Very frustrating. Yeah, it's very frustrating because like we said, all of a sudden you'll get pulled over and be told you're in Delaware. <laughs> you know, you don't always know what state you're in because it's not always marked. Um, but every time we see one, we try and grab a photo. Yeah, same thing for like national park signs too. Anywhere, yes. like any named part of the trip that you're going to, just take a picture of the sign. Yep. If for nothing else, you can keep track of your photos. It will afterwards. be hugely helpful in tracking your photos, yes. Yep. Um, the next thing is tidy up your car. Yes, um, this, this is a very good habit huge. we got into. We, for the first road trip, we brought a bunch of like little tiny garbage bags, like probably like 30 of them, like yeah. way more than you would possibly just think little need. plastic grocery bags. And we kept them up front in the front seat. And so 
every time we stopped the car, we would collect all of the trash from the car. And every time we got gas, we'd empty the trash. Yep. And just throw it away and put a new bag out. And because we did that multiple times a day, it kept our car from getting disgusting, but it happens really fast. Yeah. I mean, if you um, just if you think about if you even like eat an apple in a car and then you're driving for eight hours, that apple core is sitting in your car. So yeah. like every time you get gas, you just empty it all out, start again. Yeah. Keeps your car from smelling too bad unless you're soaking wet clothes are still messy, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, we also file any brochures, flyers, ticket stubs, receipts. We save all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And as we go through, we put that in a folder. And so that way we can go through it at the end and like add it to our scrapbook or like, you know, it just kind of triggers different memories and yeah. things. So that's basically what we do in the car for every leg of the trip. And usually by the time you've done all of that stuff, it's time to switch. Yeah. Um, and then things that we do at every stop. We get out of the car, we stretch, we jog in place, we run around the car. Like you, you got to keep the blood moving. Yeah, for sure. Especially on long car trips, you want to get out and at least, yeah. I mean, we've literally done jumping jacks in a parking lot or run in circles around the car in a parking lot or do you whatever want, you want like, to do. like blood clots and all that kind of yeah. crazy nonsense. Just take a break, stand, move around, get a little energy going. Yeah. Every time we stop for gas, we usually wash the windows if you're traveling for yeah. really long periods. <laughs> Your windows are going to get way grosser if you're just driving around your town. Yeah, there will be there will be dead bugs all over the front of your car and your windshield. Oh, just yeah, I forgot about be that. Be prepared like, for that. bug graveyard, like plastered yeah. everywhere. Yep. So every time Gross. somebody's emptying the trash and somebody is washing the windows. Yeah. Um, in the car, we usually have a separate either iPod or MP3 player or something for music. You can use your phones, but you're going to be using your phones for so many other things that we really didn't want to drain our phone batteries yeah like you want to preserve your phone battery life as long as possible and i think at the time there were fewer options for like plugging multiple things into the car yeah so we had to be much more choosy about like we didn't have like splitters and stuff where we could plug everything in and you know it would be fine yeah i think we just kind of had to be like we can only charge one thing at a time And it was always the GPS has to be the thing that's charged. So everything else was like, you know, don't waste the battery on anything else. Yeah. And we we do actually have a separate GPS from our phones. We use the ones on our phones in a pinch, but same thing. Like we want to preserve our phone batteries. Yeah. Um, We also, after one experience where we had zero radio signal anywhere, Mm -hmm. we've also started bringing a couple CDs with us. Because sometimes like you're... Just like four or five. Yeah. Sometimes it just won't connect to the radio. Sometimes you just don't have any radio signal. Sometimes like, you know, whatever device you have just doesn't happen to be charged. So just a couple CDs, ones that you like and can listen to over and over again. Yeah. You know. Pick ones you won't get sick of. If your car has a CD player. Yeah. Some of them don't anymore. But you know. (laughs) Or a tape player. It depends on on the year of your car. Oh God, yeah. You're going way back for tape players now. (laughs) Well, so let's see. Other than that, um, books. We yes. always bring a ton of books. Thankfully, neither one of us gets car sick reading. Yeah, if you do, then don't attempt it in the car. It's not worth it. Um, but if you can read in the car, yeah, that eats up a lot of time. Bring we, a bunch of books, or if you have lot. an e-reader, bring one of those. Download a bunch of books before you go that you've never read before. Yeah. We also have similar enough reading taste where, like, I can read all of her books and she can read all of my books. Yeah, and we'll we both each bring a stack happy. and then we trade. But, yeah, we, we both read. So we end up with a stack of books, and then by the end of the trip, we've read them all. Yeah. And then podcasts. Yes. Podcasts like this one are great for road trips. Yes, they are. So you can either like pick one that you are way behind on and like power through a whole ton of episodes all at once, or you can do like one episode per leg of the trip or however you want to do it. Yeah. But they're trying to really Yeah. So those are our car tips. I know a lot of those are much more specific than what we've talked about previously. Yeah. So we'll dive right into our next little segment. The camping segment camping segment so we've talked about koas we don't need to talk about them 
again because you know our obsession. And we can. We love them. This episode isn't sponsored, but it could be. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, first thing when you get to a campsite, you know, register. Make sure you're there legally. Yeah. Um. So register, pay, choose your campsite, and set up the tent. Do this first. Set yes. up the tent immediately when yes. you get there. Don't wait. Yep. Cannot emphasize that enough. Yes, because you're going to go out and do other things. You're going to get tired. And when you come back, the last thing you're going to want to do is go through all the effort of setting up the tent and blowing up the air mattress or whatever. So that's the first thing we we do when we arrive. We set up the tent. We blow up the air mattress. We put all the blankets in. Everything is ready for us to just walk in, change, and go to bed. Yeah. Um, And then we talked about, too, like make sure you practice setting your tent up ahead of time and make sure that you have all the parts. Yeah. You have all the parts that you need and you've done it before and can do it in a fairly short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Valuables. We've talked about keeping your valuables hidden when you're out and about, but also we personally leave them locked in the car. We don't leave them in a tent. Yeah. Um, just because a tent is much easier to break into than a car. Yeah. Um, and then this is just like a kind of in line with the general safety precautions. If you have food in your car, just make sure wherever you're camping, like some campsites are really out in the middle of the wilderness and like animals will try and break into your campsite and your equipment and stuff. Yeah, don't leave food in your tent. Yeah, just make sure wherever you are that you're adhering to their recommendations in terms of food storage. Like some of them have like bear-proof lockers that you have to use and some of them like have signs where you have to leave food in your car and then in other places it doesn't matter so much and you're okay to leave stuff out. So just make sure you're in compliance with whatever the regulations are where you happen to be. Yeah, definitely. Facilities. Since we discovered KOAs, this has been a little more consistent. Um, at the beginning of the trip, we were staying at campgrounds that, like, didn't have running water, didn't have bathrooms, didn't, you know. Yeah. We never really knew what we were going to get. So if you get a campsite where you have access to a shower, shower. Shower. Always take an opportunity to shower. Yep. Because um, you never know. If you have access to, like, real toilets and running water, like, take advantage of that. <laughs> um, you know, like, whatever the facilities that they have available are, yeah. use them. Because depending on where you're camping the next night, you might not have access to a shower the next night. Exactly. And then the other thing is if they provide any kind of Wi-Fi or internet service. We post our photos. We tag our locations. We do all of that. Which, again, is best to do when the memory is fresh. That you're like, we just did this. I know where this picture was taken. I know which part of the park I was in when I took this. It's much easier to do it then than it is even a day or two later. You'll forget. So do it in the moment whenever possible. Yeah. So those are our camping essential recommendations. And then everything else, we just kind of play it by ear. Like sometimes we get in and we have time for s'mores and sometimes we cook stuff over the fire and sometimes we just roll into bed and roll out the next morning and it's like we were never there. Like, And sometimes they're having like a pancake breakfast in the morning. Like, oh do you remember God, that? I love the pancake yeah, breakfast Yeah, we place. stayed at one KOA and they were, they I, I think it was like five bucks or something. It was like pay five bucks and come have like an all-you-can-eat pancake breakfast in the morning. And, and so it was we were great. Yeah, I think at that point we were in that kind of like, oh, we've been eating room temperature food for a while. We don't really want another room temperature bagel. Like we just need a change. Yeah. And so we were like, this is a nice, cheap, easy option. So we like ate our weight in pancakes and it was so much fun. Yeah. We like chatted with other campers, had a bunch of pancakes and then went on our way and we got a hot meal. It was great. Yeah. Like some of the campsites really, like they range a lot from anything to like you get a patch of field and there's literally nothing else there. All the way up to like super deluxe accommodations with like pancake breakfast and restaurants on site and and events and, you know, fun activities. Some of them have pools. I mean, you just never know. There's a, there's a pretty wide variety, but they're, they're great. We love them. So. so (laughs) KOA. Yeah. KOAs. We're basically an ad for KOA. I know, right? Um, So that's our camping routine. Our routine for hotels is a little different. 
as soon as you get there, plug in every single device you have. Use every single every outlet in the hotel. Single outlet. <laughs> like, oh my god, we must we must run up their electric bills so high when yeah. we do stay. I mean, hotels. it's your opportunity to charge everything, right? So you charge your phone, you you know, plug in your camera if that has a rechargeable battery. Like anything you have that runs on electricity, plug it in. Yeah. Why no, not? Seriously, laptop, camera, yep. phone, GPS e-readers ipods like everything and if you have a ton of stuff maybe bring like a power strip with you because some hotel rooms have a bunch of outlets and some only have like two two yeah so which is very frustrating yeah you have like 11 devices yeah so if you know you have a ton it might be a good idea to bring one if you have a space and if you don't have one then just like you know set a timer for a couple hours and then try and swap out whichever devices are charged yeah we we did have to do that a couple times yeah we also recommend buying like a splitter if your car doesn't have a lot of charging ports um buy some kind of splitter so you can charge multiple devices while you're driving um but again that only goes so far when you're using so many for yeah. such long periods. Mm-hmm. So, next. Oh, refreezing ice packs. So we have, we bring a bunch of coolers with us. And so we have frozen ice packs in them. And so of course, over time as you're traveling, they melt. And so when we, whenever we get to a hotel, usually hotels have a mini fridge. And so we'll bring our coolers inside, put all of the food in the fridge overnight to like get really cold and refreeze all of our ice packs so that our coolers continue to stay cold throughout the trip. And water bottles. If yes. the freezer, I mean, most of the time this isn't the case, but if the hotel freezer, mini fridge thing has enough room to freeze extra stuff besides just the ice packs, throw your water bottles in there and freeze them because they'll keep your food extra cold and then your drinks will be cold. Yes. Cold drinks, as we've said. Great. You want a cold drink every now and again. Yeah. Um, and then organize your stuff, which is kind of annoying. You get in the moment, you're like, I don't really feel like doing this, but it's really, really, really helpful and really important. It is worth doing. Just go through all of your stuff, reorganize it for the day, as we've said, when you're like, you know, if you have a cooler packed full of food and you dig through it because you're like, I really want this particular snack that's at the bottom, you like upend everything and it turns into a mess. So it's really important just at the end of every day, anytime you get to a place where you can, just kind of resort it, reorganize it, throw away your trash, get rid of anything you don't need anymore, you know, condense yeah. It's also a really good opportunity to like hunt through your car for like that thing that you threw in the back seat four days ago and now you can't find it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, at a like, campsite. Where are my sunglasses? And they're like on the back seat floor. So it's yeah. a good opportunity to like resort everything and find that. Yeah. Like at a campsite, it's kind of hard because there's not always a lot of space to like spread stuff out except on the ground. Then you don't want to get all your stuff like dusty and dirty. Right. But in a hotel, it's nice because you can just bring a bag of random stuff into the hotel and like spread it all out on the bed spread it all out on the floor and like yeah. organize and kind of like yeah yeah you like you said condense and without worrying about bears <laughs> yeah and like reassess what you have and what you need and yeah you know prioritize what you're gonna need over the next couple of days and make sure that that's accessible and you won't have to dig through yeah. all of your stuff to determine get to if you're running low on snacks mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the important things in life yeah and then our last point we've talked about this in our in our last episode too but do laundry yeah Uh, most hotels have laundry facilities and that was huge for us yeah not only so that you have clean clothes but also so that your car doesn't smell which as we've said like if you have a bunch of dirty laundry your car will start to smell yes just how it goes so like you can keep stuff in the trunk like you can put your dirty laundry bag in the trunk but it only it only does so much yeah so those are very specific hotel tips and tricks for you guys yeah um so now you know all of the you know nitty-gritty details of how we all our secrets how we run our (laughs) trips yeah so yeah, I mean, I think honestly, I think the car tips are... They're the most specific, yeah. It's like we do the same thing every time when we stop for gas. We do the same thing every time when we stop to camp. Know what your job is going to be and trade off so nobody's doing the same thing over and over again. And Yeah. And we, we like having a little bit of structure 
to go by too because like then at least you know you're not forgetting anything you know mm -hmm. like if you're doing the same thing every time you're like okay yeah we, we definitely were good we got everything so but again do what works for you yeah take what you will from this but these are our tried and true so hopefully they're helpful yeah if you have any fun tips or tricks or some like yeah some small thing that you're like this has been really helpful or this is you know made packing for a trip more efficient or anything like that we'd love to hear it email us at getawaycarpod at gmail.com and uh, uh that's getaway car pod the end of season one it is we are starting season two we're super excited about it mm -hmm. um so season one was our 2012 road trip we didn't have the time or the budget to go in 2013 but we do have a 2014 road trip so that will be what we're discussing in season two yeah we did an entirely different route around the u.s all different stops all different states all different places all locations so Check back in with us and we'll get in the car again and hit the road. Yeah. Until next time, guys. Enjoy the ride in the getaway car. Bye. Bye.